Oh, we are back. The boys doing it. The original, the original boys, the first boys. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan of Midnight Climax fame. I am joined by my missing co-host, Alex. How are we doing, Alex? Hey, man. How's it going? Trying to f- uh, feels good to be back. I'm trying to find the button for you. Where is this tucking? So we got a little applause for you. But yeah, listen. You could not have come at a worse time, Alex. You know why? It's because we just can't catch a break here at Midnight Climax. This is going on now the second week of 2021. And wouldn't you know it, this is going to be another slow news week. There's just nothing happening, man. I don't know what it is. Yeah, man. Like, I'm so surprised that nothing is really going on of relevance in the world, you know? I mean... Everything seems to be, yeah. We're just trying to get our podcast off the ground. This is going to be episode 19 or something like that, Midnight Climax. I mean, we just, just the news is just, there's nothing going on. I can't think of anything that happened. I mean, it's 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 just saddening. I mean, last week we were very lucky to have uh, Ben fill in for you a little bit while we were trying to get some episodes out, um, which is which is good. I, I, I got some of your messages before. Um, you said you, were, you had to do some stuff for work. You said something about you were storming the Capitol building. Is that correct? No, no, that that wasn't me. No, no, you weren't. I think I think I might have saw something in the news. Somebody was at DC for something. I don't know if it was like a school, like field trip or what. Somebody got some FaceTime in a government building, which is always fun. But yeah, it was probably some like enthusiastic tourists uh, found their way inside the Capitol building. What is one way or another? You know what is going on, man? What the, what is happening? Can you give us like a little? Um, very, very, very base level rundown of, of what what you thought happened because I have no idea what I think happened. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think that like a bunch of like uh like uh tourists were um you know just lining out inside in front of the Capitol and uh, they just broke through the barriers and went inside and started stealing uh, people's mail and taking pictures in uh people's offices. So that might be it. <laughs> They're trying to go to the gift shop and it took a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> something, some, yeah, something went wrong. Lost I don't in the capital. I, I don't know. Um, they, were, they were looking for the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, <laughs> Nicholas Cage set a diversion so he can go in and steal classified documents and find buried treasure. This is this is absolutely wild. I don't think I've ever seen anything happen in this game. I mean, at least not in my lifetime. I'm I'm 27. You're 27. I don't I don't think maybe our parents' lifetimes or, I mean, I I guess in our grandparents' lifetimes there was like actual like large scale international like conflict outside of like the war on terror and stuff like that. But Jesus. Oh my God, dude, this is, this is, this is like new territory we're in. I mean, I think it's just the, the, it, I, 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 I am, I'm without words, which is, which is a, which is a terrible trait to have for a guy with a hour long podcast. Yeah, man, honestly, it's uh surprising the power that, uh, people who believe in, uh, conspiracy theories, uh, have you know once they all amass together and start charging at the capitol right uh, right it's not it's not a good look man right so i guess from what i gathered like a bunch of like 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 fringe kind of conservative angry folk gathered in mass outside of uh capitol building <laughs> i don't know what degree of exp- of success they were expecting to have but i think they they were a lot more successful than Anyone thought they, were, they they got inside the building? They're in there stomping around, taking like Instagram pictures, breaking windows, um, like large. <laughs> like it, was, it, it got violent like pretty quickly. They were taking pictures of like documents. They were getting into scraps with <laughs> law enforcement or I guess whoever's supposed to be guarding the building. Um, this is this is this is not very uh, like a political angle to take right now. But I kind of got to ask for. Like I know we have our extreme liberals and our extreme conservatives and our conspiracy types and all that stuff. What is it with like super extreme conservatives and like wearing like Halloween costumes to go protest? Can we talk about that? Yeah, that guy who was wearing the horns on his head uh, said he's like a QAnon shaman and everything. That was it's like so, so he was like a like a, like a, a caveman guy, and then I think I saw there was like a a guy with like an eagle like mask and like a suit on and. I, I don't know. Say say what you want about <laughs> crimes going on in the Capitol building, but they the costume department is doing fantastic. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't even know how to describe that. Like, I, so I I understand that a lot of people in this day and age are very like politically motivated and they want to 
make an impact and make some type of public demonstration or whatever. Who is who's who's that guy at home? Like, oh, I'm going to stick it to those guys in Washington today. And then they're like putting on like face makeup and like like horns and a costume. Like, there's no one along the way who's like, hey, maybe maybe don't wear horns to the government, like a like a government building. Yeah, like, right. Are those classified as a weapon? By the way, like I know DC has strict like gun laws, and I don't think there's any open carry or anything there. <laughs> I'm sure a case could be made. You know, it's a pointy object that you had on your head. You know, right, right, because. But- who knows? I mean, I guess if he's going for like a shaman thing, I don't I don't even know like what culture that is. Is that like a Native American headdress kind of like knockoff or is that like a caveman thing or like a Viking thing? I don't know. I, I honestly. But like, I don't know if you can make the case this, that it's like a religious <laughs> piece. It, it seems very political and very strange. Like, like it's an inside joke we're like not a part of. Could be. <laughs> but I don't know. I think if, if there's one if there's one takeaway from borderline domestic terrorism, it's that. If 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 the costumes are on point, we 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 can we can take it from a, a, a lighter angle. I don't know. It's 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 very strange. I'm sorry. I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. Take a look at some of these old people. Like literally, there's like some guy with his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desks. There's like some old lady at some congresswoman desk. Uh, there were a bunch of pictures of like really old people who were storming the Capitol, and I'm just like, wait a minute. How did these people get over their joint pain? to like go all the way to dc and storm a government building and like how did they get so far like people were talking about raiding area 51 back in 2019 how did these old people just raid the capital and get so far into the building have you ever heard of like the uh kind of like social experiment or whatever where people like if you look like you're supposed to be there and you just kind of like walk through like sometimes if you wear like a like a, one of those reflective like work vests or you're like carrying a box or a ladder no one will like question credentials and they'll just kind of like let you through this was definitely not that case like these people were clearly not <laughs> not employed by the government in any way they weren't working for anyone i don't know if they're employed at all it was very strange but i i, I don't know i guess so maybe from like a tactical standpoint maybe there weren't very many resources on like the Capitol Police or security, whatever side. So maybe like, all right, well, if we kind of maybe try to contain it inside, make sure they don't go past a specific point, maybe we can let them in without turning this into whatever. I don't know what it turned into, but it definitely got out of hand like immediately. So I'm not going to speak for them, but I don't really know what the expectations were that like, yeah, of course, the the crazy guys got in the building. I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't know what the best case scenario was, but they stopped. um Congress for the day, they they pretty much shut down the entire government like for for the, for the day. So maybe if that was the goal, like slow down um, some type of like stimulus going forward. You know what I thought was like really funny? Um, I think this was like the next day, or maybe I think it was maybe even today. But <laughs> so uh, Nancy Pelosi was giving an interview for I forgot what news station it is. It might be CBS or it might be NBC, something like that. But she was walking through the Capitol building like it was like the aftermath of like a hurricane. She's like, and this is where we used to do paperwork, and this is where the women's bathroom was before it all happened. Like, she's like, they're like stepping over like broken glass and like, 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 like paperwork that's like on the ground and stuff. Like, 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 a, like a huge, like crazy, like hurricane struck pretty much. It was, it was really like, like surreal, as if they, they like weren't just there like two days ago and they're just not gonna have some just like clean it up. Because now with all this like COVID stuff. Now, at the very at the bare minimum, they gotta like spray stuff down, <laughs> like and like sweep oh, up glass sure. and everything like that. So, I, maybe that was the goal to be like a turn the Capitol building into like a super spreader event or something. I don't know, but it was, <laughs> like I said, I, I I don't know what the goals for this was. Like I I, I mean, there, I saw videos of people like, oh, we gotta go after the government. They don't represent us, but like they kind of like went in and it it, it turned into kind of like this weird undirected like photo shoot thing i don't think they actually made contact with anyone any like government officials they're just squabbling and like fighting with like law enforcement which which got like really hairy really fast and i don't know i i I really don't have too much to say about the whole thing that hasn't already been said but i mean super weird super super weird yeah i mean it's uh it's not every day that uh a bunch of like people's aunts and uncles um stormed the capitol building uh, based on conspiracy theory knowledge, whatever they're claiming. Uh, it's not every day that Alex Jones gets to say, oh, we did 1776. Uh, this is going to be a day that lives in infamy. 
uh and it's going to be a legend told by the conspiracy theorists and the fringe groups for years so to come. Ha- has alex jones come out in support of this i think he was at i'm not sure there were like tweets saying that he was at the the storming uh maybe among the crowd there's got to be some video but, somewhere of, of, of him on this yeah i don't know i, I haven't checked I, I don't check his website and uh i think that's probably the best place to check right to know what his uh takeaway from this but right he's uh he's a fan of 1776 and <laughs> all that nonsense you i know? think I, I think the new line is where if you're like some type of extremist or like super out there like vocal minority like nut job like oh as long as i like say the words like patriots and 1776 and i walk around carrying some type of flag this can't be construed as a bad thing i'm a i'm a i'm a american hero now this is this is all fine but yeah i mean if you call yourself a patriot and you say oh i'm doing this for the right reasons i want to protect democracy you know you could you could try to justify anything like that but i mean i'm in this instance you know i'm pretty sure a lot of people think you're crazy even like even these groups are are not taking credit for what happened because it went so bad <laughs> they're like oh it was it was antifa who did it you know this was their dream literally this is what they were hoping for for years right 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 and then finally they got farther than anyone would have expected like these crazy old people to get through security and march into the capital and after doing all of that after you know have the public outrage they're like oh it wasn't us it was antifa <laughs> How fucking ridiculous! I, I I think it's really funny ma- because like the only comparison I can think of like where like crazy things happen and like there's an issue of like who's taking credit is like 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 literal like terrorism by like ISIS like ISIS takes credit for stuff that they didn't even do they're like oh well uh, I don't know if we have people on the ground there and wherever the fuck but uh, f- sh- sure we'll take credit for it. that sounds like something we would do totally yeah ISIS totally supports this we did it we we planned it from the beginning. And then I guess I guess I guess these like crazy conspiracy groups in America were like, oh, that must have been the other guys. That's, that doesn't sound like us. We don't we don't dress like that at all. That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> it's like all these conspiracy groups are like, oh, you think that Joe Biden really won the election? Do you think that Donald Trump really lost? Well, you must be a fool believing the media's lies, you know, and then they're just dreaming about storming the Capitol and being like, yeah, we're going to take back Washington. And we're going to we're going to show these uh, congressmen who's boss. And when they finally, I don't know how, but they finally enter the Capitol building, then there's people who are like, you think we really entered the Capitol building? You must be believing the bullshit. <laughs> don't, there's don't no way we could have done media that. of me on tape <laughs> going through these places. <laughs> um, these guys were all Antifa. <laughs> right, right. I don't want to um, <laughs> really go into this too much further. But um, like it's very clear that they they didn't even really know what they were gonna do on the way in. Like some guy came in just to like steal uh, the podium that like like the president and, like Nancy Pelosi and all them use to like give speeches for like the press. And he's walking out with it with like a big smile on his face. He was not there to take down the government for sure. He was there to like be a weird like looting guy. Like I don't even know what like what what, what you can steal from the Capitol building that'll be of any type of value or take anyone down a peg. Like I said, all, all in all, such a weird, weird day. Um, the president got in some hot water because initially he came out in, I, I don't know if he was like supporting some type of demonstration or what in D.C., but it immediately got out of hand. And he's like, all right, everyone, we need to keep this peaceful. Uh, protect law enforcement. They're on your side. We are the law and order party. And then like within hours, his Twitter account was deleted, which I, I mean, it's it's a weird thing to say when we're talking about political leaders and like social media because this this is still like a like a fairly like new thing of like politicians even like being on social media like I think we talked about um, Obama had like a YouTube channel um, we made jokes in like the third or like fifth or something like that episode about uh, Donald Trump like being on like TikTok and stuff like that or like possibly banning it but now he is he is banned by uh, by Twitter. Which is weird. Like I, 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 a number I, of social medias. I think like more than one. I'm not even. I think maybe even Parler. I'm not sure. I, I'd have to double check that. But right, right. I don't know what the legality of this is, but um, I think we're looking at some type of opportunity because since Donald Trump is banned from, I guess his own personal social media, 
I kind of want to come out and get ahead of the game and invite or maybe offer the president some type of job application to become the social media manager of Midnight Climax. Because I, I don't know if he's allowed to use Twitter necessarily, but if he can use Twitter <laughs> on behalf of us, I think I, th- I think we might be in business. Like I said, I'm, I'm not saying we, we have to agree on everything politically, but if there's one thing the man is good at, it is making headlines. And let me tell you, our numbers on the show are not doing great. So Donald <laughs> Trump, if you can hear this... Uh, by all means, <laughs> help us help us out get the show off the ground. We need some traction here. We need. I mean, what 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 are your thoughts on Donald Trump like <laughs> advertising for the show, and then a bunch of people come in to like hate listen, and it just it just clips of like like us doing like Borat impressions and stuff. Like, oh, the president of the United States supports this podcast. So I must be a <laughs> terrible, evil podcast, and we're just like making like fart jokes and stuff. Like, <laughs> I think it's perfect. I mean. I mean, it would be a, a great way to uh, to get listeners, of course. What, what's, uh, what's the motto? Like, not, not like saying, no press is bad press or something like that, or all press is good press or something? Something, uh, and some intensity of press is either a positive or negative degree of press. Uh, that was I a forgot. terrible, lukewarm answer. Listen, you are a member of the press. I need to know if this job offer is worth it to him. Like, I think, it is. I, I, I mean, obviously we'll get more listens because a lot of people just, like, hate follow him on Twitter now and just, like, get angry when he's on and clearly his supporters have made themselves known. So I think I, I will, I will issue, issue a correction to something I've said about parlor. I just uh, Googled it right now. I don't think parlor has panned Trump. The parlor has been taken off like the, the Apple store. Yeah, but I, I, I think parlor like really grew in popularity after. Uh, so I think Yahoo finance reported that parlor jumps to number one on the app store after Facebook and Twitter banned Trump. Right, so, so so Parler is like I guess it's like the conservative social media site. It's like a like a like a conservative version of Twitter or something. I guess. So I don't know. I I I, I don't know if we dropped the ball social media wise because like we have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter account, we have Instagram for some reason. Um, we we don't have a Snapchat. I use my own Snapchat to like send stuff out, but we definitely don't have a Parler account yet. I don't know if it's too late to make yeah. one. We don't have a TikTok. We don't have an OnlyFans because fucking Alex doesn't give a fuck about OnlyFans. Apparently, he doesn't doesn't care about the success of the show at all. I'd be, I mean, sometimes I, have to, I feel like I'm doing all the legwork here. All I ask is for him to just make one OnlyFans account. He can just he can put in his own content. He can incorporate stuff from his personal life. But no, he doesn't want to make it. But whatever. That's besides the point. Um, yeah, I think I think we may have missed the boat on <laughs> on Parlor because I I don't know if if Apple officially banned it from the App Store or. If uh, they they were just like talking about it, or if they're going to, because I yeah, the last article I saw is like is like a day old. I don't know if they were if they actually banned it yet. I th- you, you might have more up to date stuff than I do, but yeah, you know, I'm just looking at the the headlines right now and um, recent news. Um, <laughs> double check what I saw. So Apple and Google cut off Parler. Uh, okay, so okay. I'm assuming you can't download it anymore. So for context, the last app that I saw removed from the App Store was Flappy Bird. So <laughs> I think we're <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're in good company right now. <laughs> But this is good. This is good. So yeah, uh, Mr. Trump, if you can hear this, um, I, we 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 can promise that the show will try to remain as apolitical as possible within reason. But yeah, you are more than welcome to take over our social media accounts, <laughs> promote this. Uh, I, like, oh, that's that's the other thing. I was gonna try to do like a like a Trump impression with it. Like, oh, listen, everybody, this podcast is gonna be tremendous. It's gonna be the biggest podcast in the world. We're gonna do amazing things with it. But like, my Trump impression is so shitty. It's so bad and. Now that we're nearing uh, January 20th, we are very quickly like running out of <laughs> opportunities for me to work on my Trump impression. And I, 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 that's probably like the thing I'm going to miss the most about this, this period of our lives is I really dropped the ball on having an adequate impression. Because like, I'm trying to figure out like a Biden impression. It's not going well. It sounds just like every kind of old man, which is not inaccurate. It's just not very good. I don't know. I'm 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 a little down in the dumps right now because I, I'm I'm really wasting my my efforts doing some type of social or pseudo comedy podcast and not having a Donald Trump impression. But I don't know. We 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 got to step it up. Is what I'm saying. I think you know. I think a lot more people are going to start doing Biden impressions. Of course, you know, after he assumes office. I think a Biden impression sounds fun to work with. There's a lot more like fun stuff you could say. You know. Right. Trump right. impressions, like, you know, if you heard one, you've heard all of them. You know, it's him talking about how great he is 
or how something is the best or how how some celebrity is stupid and right i mean which, yeah i mean yeah but trump trump fell into like the obama territory where like as soon as he got in office everyone had to do one but once you become president like your your impressions and stuff just become so like tired like everyone is doing it everyone has a take on it everyone's like either super accurate or super funny or whatever and i'll be honest with you i i have not been able to like, really figure it out in these in these four years so my my time has been essentially wasted which is Kind of a shame because it's a huge missed opportunity. I could have had him do promos for the show. I could have had him come on as a fake call-in radio guy. Whatever. So I don't know what uh, Mr. Trump will be doing in his retirement, whether that is um, vacationing or golfing or joining that weird, like, old president's group where they, like, work on social causes. Have you seen this? Like, uh, Bill Clinton and Obama and, like, uh, what's his name? George W. Bush, they're all like, <laughs> they're always like taking pictures together now and like doing like fun old man stuff and like working on like, I, I, I don't I don't know some 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 like weird social causes something maybe he'll maybe he'll join that group or try to like avoid prosecution or something I don't I, I don't know what's in store for him but this is that 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 brings me to my next uh, topic here once January twentieth comes and President elect Joseph Biden becomes the new president. There is going to be a gigantic astronomical vacuum in like media content, news, um, shitty comedy. Like, I, I think like <laughs> NBC, the 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 st- like the 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 network could could go under overnight. They're gonna have nothing to talk about. Yeah, like MSNBC's like talking point is what did Trump say today? What did Trump tweet? What did uh? What's the stupid shit that's going on? They're gonna they're gonna need some new material after Trump's out of the the spotlight. Well, pe- unless he finds a way to remain relevant, and you know, which might happen actually. But right, we'll I, see. About I was I was having a conversation with a, a friend of mine. He was a little bit more of the liberal persuasion, I guess. And he was like, "Are you following Donald Trump on Twitter?" And I was like, "No, no, I'm not." He's like, "Why, man? It's crazy. He says crazy stuff all the time." And I was like, "Well." Literally everything he ever tweets out, somebody has like a comment to or like a quote tweet, and they're like, "Oh my god, can you believe the president?" So I know all of his tweets. It's not like I I'm not keeping up to date with like what he's doing. It's just all these like snarky people like, <laughs> "Can you believe Donald Trump said this?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, I guess I can believe it. You're you're, you're broadcasting it to everyone what he said, so I can, that's it's, it's, it's fine, I suppose." But I I don't know. I think like so many like shitty comedians and like just desperate news but like something's like an entire news story it's like can you believe what donald trump posted to his public social media page We're like well yeah we can we can read we have eyes we can see it it's not like he's not hiding this from anybody he's he's probably like our most public uh president we've had in a while and part of that comes with like the social media age part of that comes with his personality but like none of this was ever like hidden from like the American people. It's not like government documents and like classified information we're finding. He's broadcasting this stuff out. He has like a media room. He's on TV every day with or without like <laughs> the media blowing him up further. So it's, it's going to be wild. Like if, if we, if, if we get to like January 21st and he's gone, I, I like I said, we, we might have fucking like radio silence for the first day in like decades where there's just like no scheduled programming. Yeah. I'm just wondering what's going to happen to like, you know, trying to get retweets and like trying to like say something to Donald Trump on Twitter because like so many people jump every tweet he makes. So many people jump on the tweet and be like, "Sir, you are unfit for office," and you get like fifty thousand retweets <laughs> and like a million likes, and all your followers increase. Like, who's going to win the Donald Trump lottery of retweets and followers now? <laughs> He's gone. He's off Twitter. <laughs> so I don't know if this was more of like a, I want to be publicly woke thing or just like a way for like liberal guys to get laid or something but it became like a like a pastime for people to just like publicly like quote tweet him and like yeah mr president that was wrong yeah woo. Like, like i don't know it just maybe if it was like because 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 there, there are like a lot of like funny critiques of the president and there are, there are a lot of like regardless of what angle they take it, it's just like there are a lot of comedians that are just like doing it right um so i i'm not going to knock all critique of the president i just want there to be like just better writing i guess is what i'm saying because the thing that's just bizarre to me is that a lot of the people like 
when they retweeting or when they're like responding to Trump, they say, sir, like as if to like, oh, yeah, I preserve civility. Like if you want to tell somebody to fuck off, you tell them to fuck off, you know. Right. But like, sir, you are unfit for office, sir. You you have, you know, committed treason against the, the republic or the shit. Like, why are you saying sir? Honestly, like you don't like the guy. If you want to attack him, attack him. But like, what is saying sir? Like, are you trying to preserve civility in your discourse? Are you trying to say, yeah, we're better than you guys because I call you sir because you're the president? Like, I don't get it. Right. So I used to be like a big fan of uh, Saturday Night uh, Saturday Night Live, and I mean, this is not like new for Saturday Night Live because they've always had some type of political angle. Like, I think uh, Will Ferrell played uh, George W. Bush. Um, I think a couple of different people played Obama. Um, Alec Baldwin has been playing Trump, I guess, for the last four years, stuff like that. So, I mean, pretty much since like the 70s, there's always been some type of political angle on the show. I mean, because it's, it's very relevant. It's very easy, like news stories that can happen week to week with like the president or like other big public figures. So they would do uh, you. I mean, it, it, it's been different sometimes, but for the most part, they usually do the, this kind of like cold open skit before like the host comes out and before they actually like officially start the show, quote unquote. And in other years, like they sometimes they can would just make it like a regular skit where they turn like oh and that's it uh, and and, and we're, now it's Saturday Night Live whatever the fuck yeah so they started up but ever since Donald Trump <laughs> went in office all of the cold open sketches have been about him specifically and not only that they're getting like longer and longer and longer so initially I thought a couple of them were pretty funny uh, pretty topical. It's hard for a live show that only has like a week's worth of time to write to actually like hit the nail on the head and like do a really good job with writing. But Saturday Night Live was like so like immediately vocal that they were like against Trump and they were like pro Hillary and then they were pro whoever like the the party for uh, twenty twenty was it like 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 Biden and Kamala Harris all that stuff, but. Just the fact that they're they're like the political content on that show, which is becoming so long, like it, it's it's an impossible task to like be funny like that week to week with like the same material. Like I can't imagine spending like 10, 15 minutes of an hour long show just harping on like one thing, just beating a dead horse into the like fucking ground. So I like I said, I don't know what you're expecting, but like once once the guy's gone, like what is there going to be to do? There's going to be I don't know. Like there, there there's one. Uh, quote that Donald Trump had that I thought was interesting, not because it was even true necessarily, but just because of like the attention that we gave to stuff like that. He said like this, this, Oh, this, this is back before (laughs) we realized the election was going to be like three weeks long, but he said, Oh, uh, on like, uh, he he was getting critiqued on how he was handling with the, with with the virus. And he says, Oh, after election day, nobody's going to be talking about the virus. Uh, the, the, the liberals aren't going to worry about it at all, which was kind of true because there really was no election day. And we didn't really hear anything about the virus for a while, even though we had a vaccine like leading up into the election or I mean, at least immediately after the election. But the cases for the virus has gone up so much even since we've gotten the virus. But really, no one's been talking about it. And I think it's kind of wild that it's not like what he said, like came true, but it's definitely true that we're just not focusing on it at all anymore because I think people are kind of like just like mentally like checked out like, oh, we got a vaccine. It's all good. It's all downhill from here, boys. And now we're just talking about stimulus. Now we're just talking about, I guess, election fraud, if that's even like a possibility or a thing or even worth talking about, which is kind of wild. And in a way, he's 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 not right, but he's really not wrong either that we just kind of just didn't focus on it at all after like the election results came in. And part of that is his doing because he's like been actively contesting the election, which is probably why we had all that Capitol Hill nonsense. But like, it's, it's wild. It's wild. I I mean, I will say this just because we're not talking about the virus cases doesn't mean it's not a problem. It's a huge problem. And I think right. people have a false sense of, you know, security now that there's a vaccine out and that, you know, some people are getting the vaccine, but I mean, realistically, there's a shitload of, people getting sick every day and lots of people getting sick and going to the hospital. So yeah, we're not out of the woods. We're not going to be out of the woods. Uh, we were told in in March, it was going to be two weeks. It's been almost a year. And uh, yeah, you know, like it's comparative to like some people say five more minutes, five more minutes. Don't worry, five more minutes. And when five, the five minutes never end, you know, 
this is going to push on for a while. And even if we're not paying attention to it, it's still happening. I think I think a lot of people want us not to pay attention to it. Right, right. So um, I guess as we've seen from the last couple of weeks, I, I, don't, I don't know what anyone was, was expecting to happen in like the aftermath of the election. Like it's, 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 it's very clear that conservatives were just as capable of, of, of being like a poor sport about the outcome as liberals. And some of them, as we saw the other day, are even taking a criminal angle to it. So that, that's kind of that's kind of new. I, I, I thought it was really funny following like social media and seeing people like like like, like, like liberal kind of like commentators after Biden won. They're like, for the first time in four years, I can breathe again. I think I was able to take a deep breath and I know that there's hope in the future. Which really just says, like, as soon as Biden comes in, everyone's going to kind of just forget all of the problems, quote unquote, that were, like, happening for the last We're like, oh, it's January 21st, 2021. Everything is right with the world. There is no more virus. We have the good president and not the bad president in office. There's no more racism. There's no more economic troubles. Everything is fine. This is our year, everybody. And it was definitely not going to be the case for a very long time. So I guess, I, like I, said, I, I don't know what the jumping off point is from this, even with a new president, even with a new administration, even with a vaccine. So I don't, like I, said, I, don't, I don't know. What's MSNBC going to say now? Are they going to say, hey, guys, all's right with the world. It's a new day in America and everything's right again. Things are back to normal. And uh yeah, you know, there's no more social problems. There's no more inequality. There's no more protests or anything. Things are okay. And if you're complaining, well, that's your fault because America's great again. Like, I don't know what what's the new line going to be because shit's still bad. Changing the president might have an effect on the bad shit, but is it going to ameliorate everything? No, at least not overnight. And even if things get better, how much better are they going to get? I have a proposal for you, Alex. Well, I, 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 cause you have uh, been with me for the extent of the podcast. You helped found the show. You've worked with me with like talking points and stuff. So you are essentially my unpaid writing partner. So in the advent of this huge vacuum that we're going to see for content for uh, media, news outlets, and with your, your background in, in these, in these in press, I was thinking that you and I could pitch some type of show or programming or something to take the place of Donald Trump when he leaves, because there's going to be nothing to talk about apparently on the, uh, in any, in any media. Cause I mean, if, if Donald Trump isn't like pursued for some type of criminal charges or he's not impeached or whatever, he's not, they're not invoking the was it 20, 25th amendment on him, then potentially once he leaves office, he could go just radio silent and dark and there's going to be nothing. So my task for you is you and I should kind of concoct some type of uh, show or series or programming to take the place of Trump. What, what can we talk about that is not him? What can we get people mad about or upset about to fill the void, so to speak? Do you have any kind of preliminary ideas? I mean, we could probably still just talk about Trump and the same people who, you know, comment on Trump's Twitter like right away, try to be the first, you know. Well, he doesn't have Twitter anymore. Tweet would he, watch that. He, he doesn't have Twitter anymore. He doesn't have social media. Like I said, potentially he could go radio dark when this is all said and done. So we're, we're, we're in an interesting position where if Trump really wanted to, he could just fly away to another island with his like skeleton crew of like Secret Service and family and stuff like that. We, I mean, I don't think it's in his personality to do that, but we might never hear from him again, so to speak. So what Um, I'm just thinking, like all these people who, who support Trump, you know, like we were having a discussion the other day, me and you. And I mean, of course, we all know the, the person who got the most votes in American history was Joe Biden. And the second most is Donald Trump, you know. Right. And not I mean, not all the people who voted for Trump voted for Trump because they believed in conspiracy theories. But we'll say a significant number of people believe in some conspiracy theories. Now, I think I don't think the conspiracies are going to go away now that Trump is out. I think I don't know. I, I, I personally think it's it's pretty interesting, you know, finding out what you no know, wacky theories that people believe. And I think they're going to get even more wackier. And if he does go radio silent, maybe somebody could pretend to be him. Maybe somebody could pretend to write messages and say, oh, here's a message from Donald Trump. He's gone <laughs> radio silent, but he's talking to his followers. And he said that you should buy my disaster preparedness uh, plan. So he's going to take like a marketing angle, make some money off of it. I like it. I like it. If for $25 a month, I will send you canned beans and stuff that will not perish in case you need to go into hiding after (laughs) nuclear winter befalls the United States. Well, I mean, so if, like I said, if there's one strength that he has is that he's like a media magnet. So January 21st, 
he, he's gone. He's a retired man on his own. What if he just becomes like the new host of like a like a dating show? Like, what if he goes back to reality TV and obviously it's going to get a lot of like press and stuff because he's like the former president, blah, blah, blah. People don't like him, this and that. What if he just kind of just goes back to his roots? You know, what if he just becomes, I mean, not the apprentice. I don't think that's appropriate anymore just because we don't have much of an economy right now. But what if he was like, yeah, what if he's like host The Bachelor? What if he was in charge of some type of, uh, what, what, if he, what if he can just continue the social presence? Because people were talking before, it's like, oh, he might start his own media company and he might like part ways with like Fox News and kind of have his own route, which, which it seems like the uh, Republican Party, or at least conservatives as a whole, are kind of splitting up into like party Republicans and very like Trump specific kind of like fringe guys and extremists and whatever, because at the end, even kind of Trump like distanced himself from, from those guys. Like, yeah, this is not what I meant at all when I said any of that stuff, but holy shit. So <laughs> he's, he's got a built in audience. So we're, we're talking about people who are like liberal, who are like specifically mad at Trump and they make it their whole personality just to be mad at Trump. There's also that kind of counterpart for conservatives where even when they have their guy in office and even when they're, they're, they're like the, the, the head party or whatever it is they're, they're still just like ready to get in fights with people about it like I, I don't know if we talked about this before but there's like a big like merchandising angle where like donald trump sold so many of those like red hats and flags and stuff like that which is really funny because even though he won people were still wearing the hats and like flying the flags as if he was like still campaigning which i, I i've i don't know anywhere else i've even seen that so i mean it's genius marketing. It's become a cultural icon for those people. And if you want to feel part of a community, you wear that hat of the red hat people, and then you, you're part of the red hat community. Right. So, so, so people who who know me know that I'm not very like really public about like like political stuff and good or bad, whether it helps me or hurts me. I don't really make a point to go out of my way to like take sides on social media or, or like get into those types of arguments or whatever. I did want to buy a make America great again hat for just like the vintage kind of thing. Like, cause, cause I know for a fact that that's going to be like part of somebody's Halloween costume in like 50 years. I'm like, Oh my God, where did you get one of those hats? Because it's not like everyone's throwing these hats in the dumpster somewhere. As soon as he leaves office, this is going to be like a, like a staple of what like a certain type of conservative guy is. This is going to become like a, a part of a costume. This is going to be part of, it's like a time capsule. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm pretty. I mean, nobody's gonna forget January sixth, twenty twenty. Nobody's gonna forget the time that a uh, reality TV show host and uh, former, you know, host of The Apprentice became president. And uh, I'm pretty sure all the stuff associated with that is going to become some sort of memorabilia. Right. I'm sorry for the feedback right now. My my sister's cat is. No, you're good. You're good for attention. So I I wanted to talk to you about <laughs> the actual. The swearing in the inauguration, because as we saw, I think it was two days ago, one day ago, something like that, depending on whenever this gets released. But uh, <laughs> Donald Trump uh, went out on record. I don't know. I don't know if he tweeted this or what, but he said he's not going to be going to the inauguration, which yeah. is there, there's a lot to take away from that. Biden immediately had like a counter response. He said, oh, this is the first thing him and I agree on. Oh, 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 oh. I think it'll be good if he doesn't show up. I think it'll be a good idea. Whatever. Fine. Cool. They don't like each other. Not, that's not news, but this is like the first time that that's happened in like, I don't know, like 150 years, something, something crazy, but that's not really what I'm too worried about because, I mean, there's always conspiracy theories. People are going to accuse one or another, whatever, but what we are missing out on with Donald Trump not showing up to the inauguration, he is possibly robbing us of like the number one most entertaining television event in history, not because like people like or don't like Donald Trump, but because him like passing the torch onto Joe Biden is going to turn into like this like reality TV event where they're like looking for any type of like passive aggressive little like snarky comment that he makes yeah, or like a no, speech or an interview that he gives in between like the swearing in or like immediately afterwards and stuff like that. So this 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 crazy like gotcha moment that liberals were looking for just like kind of isn't isn't there. Or like this big send off that Republicans were looking for also isn't there, so this, like I said, this this would have had more coverage than like the Super Bowl just because people were just going to tune in just to see like Trump like to see the body language, right, right, just to see him like making like eyebrows and like comments to like his family who's like sitting in the audience or something like that, or making like little hand gestures and whatever. And 
I, I like I said, I I I, I was upset about that just because I, I think it would just be hilarious just because like, he he is without a doubt just like just <laughs> entertaining just for the sake of being entertaining even when he's not like taking a political angle like this, this, this is the guy who was like talking about like soup cans and like weird stuff like he, he, he'll get off on tangents not the same way like Biden goes off on tangents Biden will just start talking about like growing up in the 40s and like so just saying like weird shit there and he'll kind of like get distracted and I don't know but there's, the, there's the, there, this is a huge missed opportunity television wise I don't know what Donald Trump is doing on that day I don't know if it, what it, what his schedule is like I don't know I don't know I don't know he was allowed to miss this I didn't know he was like allowed to like not show up so whatever he's doing that is potentially like the last Donald Trump news day so we need to we need to capitalize yeah. on that as well we need to figure out what his plans are if he's got dinner reservations if we can get an interview for the show if he'll take a position as a social media manager if he's interested in hearing our pitches for um, some type of reality television show or or maybe or maybe he's going this angle maybe he's kind of foreseeing that he might be pursued criminally because he maybe he's afraid that he won't get pardoned by Joe Biden, which looks like he won't for any type of criminal activity, whatever. Maybe we take another reality TV show angle. Now he's not a host, but he's a contestant of the amazing race and he's fleeing prosecution internationally <laughs> and looking for some type of safe haven where they don't have extradition laws back to the United States. So we can go that angle. Like oh, there's, there's. you know that you remember that show when we were kids? Uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world yeah. is Donald Trump? Oh, he's he's wearing a trench coat now. He's 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 making deals in in, in alleys. He's he's trying to get away. I think I think we have an opportunity on our hands. Yeah, I, I mean, hold on a second. No, my cat is is biting the <laughs> the wires. One second. Let me hold on a second. Let me let me <laughs> just move my cat before I respond to that. My my cats are better than his cats. My cats are tremendous. They're the best cats of all time. I believe that, uh, say what you want about Delaware, but Delaware really has some of the greatest felines in the history of the world. Nobody can beat our felines. My cats can speak Spanish. Um, I'm teaching them to read. They're very talented. They're, they're absolutely amazing. Okay, I'm, I'm back. Okay, continue. Damn. Yeah, no, but, uh, no, yeah, there's definitely a bunch of, who knows what Trump's going to be doing. Honestly, that's a huge question for journalists. What's Trump going to be doing on Inauguration Day if he's not going to the inauguration? Like, uh, like I said, we'll see if he I has dinner know. plans. Yeah, I don't know. Plans to, to get dinner, plans to get dinner in a country without extradition agreements. Oh, uh, Alex, you, you covering the mic or something? You're cutting out. Hold on. Hear me? Yeah, there you go. Okay. But yeah, no. So we'll, we'll see what, what plans he has. I'm sure every journalist in the world wants to figure that out. Speaking of something a little bit lighter and distractions and all that aside... Apparently, you got a new uh, feline friend. Are you joining the Are you joining the cat family? Are we, are we cat podcasters okay, so, now? So my uh, my sister saw online some some lady was like, "Oh, I found this stray cat, super friendly. Uh, it's got all of its shots, and you know, it's completely good condition. He's young. Come pick him up." So my sister goes picks up the cat. Uh, my parents are taking care of this cat, and the cat is at my parents' house. Right. Very friendly cat, very pretty. He's well-behaved. So we're thinking, okay, for a street cat, he's super well-behaved. He no, he doesn't, he's not aggressive. He likes people. Uh, he's friendly. He's clean. This was somebody's cat, we're thinking, right? <laughs> you are so, a thief. You are a cat thief now. <laughs> so we, we, we're like, hey, listen, we're going to go to the vet, see, you know, check his records and everything and to see if uh if he's uh you know someone's cat right so we go to the vet and they find a microchip oh this cat got and... the vaccine already from oh my god jeff bezos yeah microchipped him <laughs> with the pfizer vaccine that's it all makes sense now it all makes sense don't get the vaccine yeah, well, like... midnight climax is coming out as anti-vax <laughs> no no we're not please, <laughs> please get a vaccine <laughs> Please, we're coming, we're coming out as doctors. anti-vaxxers, all this Ryan, stuff. Ryan is, is, is making this statement in his personal capacity. It oh, does okay. not reflect the position of the show. Oh, a little, little sidebar real fast. I was planning on uh, getting the, the vaccine and going about it all like the right way, be appropriate, all that stuff. 
but then immediately after that becoming one of those like anti-mask guys and be like according to the constitution you can't stop me from shopping at this grocery store my religion says i don't need a mask <laughs> then all this time I, I, all this time i'm fully vaccinated like i don't have any health issues or anything I, I i physically like can't catch the virus but i'm just an asshole now for no reason like Listen, uh, the the Geneva Convention states that this is a war crime to make me wear a mask. Like, this like stupid I have a, shit. I have a note. I have a note from my doctor that says I can't wear a mask because of health reasons. It's my religious and, uh, beliefs that what, I need to breathe what, through my what, mouth and nose this way. What doctor do you ask? Doctor Jesus Christ <laughs> doctor. told me that I'm not allowed to wear this mask. <laughs> just just walk but, uh, walk around with all my shots. And everything. I thought this was America. I thought this was America. You can't stop me from sneezing into this uh, <laughs> into the subway. Right yeah, you to, can't, you can't, to you, sneeze into your mouth. You can't stop it's me from spitting on people's right subway sandwiches. That's not right. You can't do that. <laughs> this is my right as an American to I've, to I've snot been rocket children at the kindergarten. For Fifteen years. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's gonna stop me. <laughs> it's my favorite no, thing but, uh, to do. Back to back to the cat. Right, right. So sorry. we find out the cat. Sorry. Oh my god, the cat is back. <laughs> uh, she really wants attention. So, back to the cat. Um, so you go to the vet. You go. You find out he's microchipped. So go, yeah, I go to the vet. Yeah, I'm sorry because he's he's trying to bite the wires and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, back to the cat. He uh, he's got an owner. So my mom gets in contact with the owner and it's like, hey, we found your cat. Owner's like, oh, that's great. Yeah, he ran off. Um, I'll go pick him up Thursday or Friday. Thursday, Thursday or, or Friday. Friday comes along. There's no word from the owner. <laughs> on on the cat wow and like my mom's like oh does the owner really want the cat maybe we can keep him i love the cat i'm like no mom this cat is someone else's cat if you lost your cat you definitely would not want someone to kidnap your cat this is some this cat <laughs> so, so is someone got, else's property so you got flaked on by the cat owner i didn't know that was possible they don't want their cat back like i don't know what she maybe she got i'll give her the benefit of the doubt maybe she was she's had a busy week she can't pick up her cat so or we, maybe she's just trying to dump her cat on us. Like, so you like hey, I, you found her cat, great. <laughs> so you and I had an episode earlier where we were talking about, like, flaking in 2020. Like, the virus is a good reason to, like, cancel plans and stuff. And, like, you can you could flake on Tinder dates and stuff like that. This lady has a cat that you guys have possession of and does not want to show up for it. What a, what a, what a bitch. What a jerk. How, how dare she? What the fuck? Like we're just like a convenient storage uh, facility for your pets that you are, don't want to take care of. I'll, apparently. I'll, I'll come out and I see I don't know. It. Maybe, maybe she's, she, she has, she's, maybe she's busy. Who knows? I don't know. I don't want to talk bad about her. <laughs> I'll come out and say it. I am a cat owner and I have accepted a lot of jokes about being a cat owner. Uh, people questioning my masculinity uh, my sexuality for owning cats, this and that. I'll say this. If I like lost one of my cats or one of them like ran out of the house, I would be an emotional wreck. I would be an absolute shambles. I, 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 it would, it would ruin school and work and the podcast and my social life. I, I would be in absolute despair. The fact that this lady's like, Oh yeah, I'll get it like Thursday or Friday. If I remember and just like ghosted you. That is wild. That is absolutely crazy. You, you know, you said something interesting about like cats and associating like with masculinity and everything. You know, like I remember when I had like my cat in high school. My uh, one of my uncles came to the house and he said, "Oh, that's a very feminine pet, and you should have gotten a dog." And I'm yeah, just we, like, we, we, we talked about why this in is the first a dog episode? masculine and a cat feminine? I don't know, man. All dogs are boys and all cats are girls, and that's just how it works. <laughs> just, it's just, it's just, it's just the way it is. Bros have dogs. Dogs are chill, and cats are cats are for chicks, man. People people think you're a crazy cat lady once you get cats. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. I th- I think cats are fucking dope. Cats are like little cats are amazing pets. They're like a little. They're, they're, they're like little like acrobats. My, my cats have like jumped on top of my door frame and just chilled up there, like no reason to be there. They just want to hang out. They're like little burglars. They can like break into like cabinets and stuff and like try to like steal. They, they 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 can like sniff out where their own food is and try to steal it. They, they're they're like crazy. I mean, we're talking about an animal over like thousands of years of like human evolution. They they were not really domesticated by people. They kind of like domesticated themselves. Like dogs come from like wolves who were like fed by like early humans to like help like protect us and like hunt with us and stuff like that and just like be companions. Cats come from like 
I, I think I read this somewhere that they come from like like the ancient like Egyptian era where uh, they 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 so mice I guess are like attracted to grain and when people started working on like agriculture and like growing and storing grain there was a big problem with mice eating the grain so cats would show up to eat the mice because that's where their prey is and then yeah. we became to like deify cats and we really started to like cats but we never really tamed them and they don't really listen to anything we say. Like, my cats know their names, but that really only means that they know to, like, look at me when I say the names. And they only do that about half the time because they, they don't really give a fuck what I say to them. I'll say, like, oh, come here or sit down or whatever. Like, they've learned no tricks in the almost three years that I've had them. They don't – they know nothing. They they know when they're in trouble because I'll just say their name in, like, an angry voice. and Like, oh, shit, I should probably get out of the sink right now. Or, oh, shit, I should probably stop fighting my brother right now. So I don't I don't really yeah. it's, but they are like super cool because like they're like I, the way I would describe them is they're like gigantic goldfish because sometimes they're like part of the scenery they don't really need you they're kind of like part of the house that you live in now so they're 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 very like self sufficient like all you got to do is make sure to work with like litter box and uh, leave food out for them and they, they kind of don't need you they don't need like companionship in that way but they are good companions. So they'll, they'll hang out with you on the couch while you're watching TV. You can play with them a little bit. You can do whatever. But, like, they're pretty chill. Dogs are, like, super attention-hungry. Like, my parents have a have a one-year-old puppy. I don't know if they're still called puppies or one years old, whatever. But my entire family, like, babies the dog. He's in constant need of attention. If, if someone's, like, not playing yeah. with him or not looking at him, he goes insane. Like, he's very, like, well-trained in that, like, he can do tricks. Like, he can sit. He can uh, lie down. He can shake the little paws and stuff like that. He can do a bunch of little, like, tricks and stuff they taught him. But in terms of, like, being, like, well-behaved, he is so, like, attention-starved that if you're not, like, actively playing with him, he goes crazy. He starts, like, eating shit in the house. He starts, like, barking. He starts going wild. So my parents will try to put him in uh, in his little, like, dog crate when he's, like, acting up. But then he'll go in there and he'll start crying and, like, biting and stuff at the at the case. So they'll feel bad for him. So they'll just let him out again. Cats, they don't have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> like... Honestly, cats are, like, cats are, like, roommates. And dogs are like children, I guess, in terms of maintenance, right? <laughs> right. Like cats being like roommates, like occasionally, like my cat right now just jumped into my lap because I was ignoring him. Right. And I hesitate to call him my cat because this lady want, might want her cat back. But uh, yeah, like if you don't give, I mean, cats want attention and your roommates kind of want attention. Like if you live in the same house, uh, you got to say hi once in a while, depending on the roommate, maybe you have a beer together, maybe once in a while, or sometimes your best friends, you know? But it's still a low maintenance relationship, you know. Yeah. Whereas we're, dogs are like children; like you need to, you have to feed, you have to be there for them. You have to like take them out for walks. You need to socialize them. You have to. I don't know. Dogs are very high maintenance. Oh yeah, I, I have a better relationship with, with my cats than like girls I've dated. So this is it, it's it's going swimmingly. But so what yeah. what is the game plan if this lady like dodges you again? Do you just like did, did you give her your address already? Yeah, we we told her the address, everything, and, like, we need to... So, basically, what the, the game plan is to contact her, say, we have your cat, please pick up your cat. <laughs> if she's like, hey, you guys can keep the cat, I mean, I, I'm, I wouldn't be sad I, about that. I, I it's a lovely say, like, cat, but... What is, the, what is the opposite of, like, a hostage situation? Like, we have your cat. If you ever want to see him alive again, just come pick it up, please. We, we are trying to get rid of it. <laughs> Take the cat back, please. It's just like, please get your cat back. You are a cat owner. This is your cat. This is your responsibility. I'm sure your cat misses you. Like, please get your cat. Do you, do you know how far away she lives from you guys? She's in Morristown. Oh, so this cat's got some type so, of... So, like, 30, 30 minutes. No, I mean, like, we... This was like a stray cat in Morristown, basically. Like, oh, oh, I was about to say, this 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 cat's got some uh, some legs on him, making make moves. But, damn. No, yeah, but, like, seriously, we got we got this cat... And this lady this is, still hasn't picked up her cat, so I'm, I'm going to keep bothering her until she picks up her cat. I mean, if I'm sure she wants to see her cat. I mean, no, if you lose a pet, you probably want to see that pet again. That's you what know, I'm saying. I can't imagine that caring. That's, that's wild. Absolutely wild. Like, I would, I would expect her to come, like, that day. Morristown's not that far away from you. Was it, like, maybe 30 minutes? Like, not even... Yeah, I mean, I don't know her situation. Maybe she's working a bunch of jobs. Maybe maybe it's a hassle for her to get out of her house. Maybe she's a mobility impaired. I mean, we don't – it could be a litany of reasons why she 
she cannot get her cat. No, but no, you're giving her too much the, credit. The very no, that's that's supposed to be one of her treasured pets. Supposed to be a member of her family. If if she has work that day, okay, either a go after work or take a bus or do whatever you gotta do. Bring the little cat crate or cat bag or box, whatever the fuck, and go get the cat. Like <laughs> she should be going like that day or at the absolute latest, like the next day. Get like a family member, get a neighbor, get someone. Hey, can you go get my cat for me? Sure, I'll get your cat, your treasured pet, your 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 companion, your family member. What is this? This lady. I mean. It's either A, she has a thousand cats and this is like a drop in the bucket, or B, she's a shitty cat owner, and for both reasons, you should keep the cat. This is, this is your cat, though. You gotta... She has a thousand cats and loses one cat, you know, that's, that's an interesting theory, imagine. <laughs> well, I mean, if she's if she's microchipping them, like, I, I, I microchipped my cats, and for, for, for context, the microchip doesn't, like, actively track the cats, it's just that, like, if somebody else, like a good Samaritan like you, brings it into the vet, they can find out who owns it, or, like, a number to call, or whatever which is what I have. And that's not like super expensive, but it is like very optional and it's not super cheap either. So the fact that she cares that much might mean that she wants the, the cat or something, but like, how do you not care? How do you not like pick up the phone or at least say like, Hey, can't make it today. I got to reschedule or come in later. She didn't even say that. I'm, I'm getting mad for this cat. <laughs> this, this, this cat got fucking got ghosted, got flaked on. How rude. I mean, yeah. How rude. <laughs> There's always the possibility we get ghosted by the cat's owner. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt for now, honestly, who, who knows, but yeah, it is, it is peculiar does to the, say the least. Does the president have a dog or a cat? I know, I know Barack Obama had, they, they made a whole big deal. Like he, he got his, uh, he, he got his daughters, a a dog when he was president. He's like a Portuguese water dog or something. And, uh, I think they named it like Bo or something, which, which is weird. Cause it's like. Joe Biden's like kid's name or something. I don't know. But um does does Donald Trump have a dog or a cat? I never saw news about it. I'm not sure honestly. Cuz if he if he does, maybe for his next stage in life, he takes like the animal planet angle, he becomes like a like a pet guy. Maybe he hosts the puppy bowl that takes place during halftime of the Super Bowl. You ever think about that? <laughs> maybe he goes full like the animal angle cuz like well, so every every first lady has like their own campaign that they work on. I think um, Michelle Obama was like uh, trying to get people healthy or something, or like trying to like bring like school lunches to kids or something like that. Uh, Melania Trump was like anti bullying, which is very funny. Being married to Donald Trump, um, maybe so ironic. Maybe this could be like a first lady type project where <laughs> we rescue cats and we turn this into like center stage for maybe maybe this is the age of Melania Trump. Because her Twitter account has not been banned, as far as I know. So I think maybe she takes the angle. She goes forward with it. She becomes the next uh, next candidate. You ever think about that? In all seriousness, I think that, you know, like Donald Trump's sons are very politically active in, uh, in his community, I guess, or his community of supporters. So could we see Donald Trump's son running? Well, Even it's, if Donald Trump doesn't run, I, I, we could very well see that. Right. Well, it's not unheard of. Like, we've had presidents that have had other like family members like in government. I mean, we, we've like George W. Bush and George Bush, for example. And like, so, 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 so there's, there's precedent for that already. I remember there was a big push for, um, people wanted Michelle Obama to run for president, which is kind of crazy because she's never held any other type of like political office. Um, it was crazy at the time for Hillary Clinton to run for office because even when she was trying to run as a Senator, because she had no background before that either. So, for us to get some type of like Donald Trump Jr. or <laughs> Melania is more of like a joke thing. I don't think she gives a shit about being president. But if 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 we had like his lineage to run for president after him, which is feasible because they're all of age to run for president. They're all I think they're all in their thirties and forties and stuff like that, right? But um, yeah, I think if there's one kind of like like group of people that can pick up the mantle of like his fan base and his following. It's gotta be his kids, right? Like they, they, they're, they, they could definitely like scoop up like the, the Trump train, so to speak, you know, I, th- I think they could probably do it. Oh, for sure. I, I definitely think like that the type of like religiosity behind these people who have like conspiracy theories that deify Trump. It's, it's just like, I'm sure like if, if Trump is out of the picture politically, I'm sure his son could easily pick up the mantle and continue 
uh, whatever he wants to do. I don't know if they have the same as type of like charisma that he has, or the same type of uh, what's just called like stage presence, I guess. So it, it might be a little bit harder, but I mean, Trump himself showed that you don't need to hold any type of political office before. So if they're taking like the nepotism angle, I think it's 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 possible. I mean. We, 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 we wouldn't even have had this conversation like eight years ago or 12 years ago, whatever. We're talking about somebody else like, oh, if they, they don't have any experience or whatever, they're only tangentially related to so-and-so. I mean, now now everything's out the window. Now it's the Wild West. Like, I, I think as long as you're born in the United States and 35 or whatever it is, or like the, the like the, pretty much like the two rules for being the president, you can just run and it's kind of possible to win. I mean, yeah, you might need like a billion dollars and you might need – to be the host of a, a major network TV show, but otherwise, like all the cards are on the table, people can do it. You know, I mean, people care about names, um, and people associate Donald Trump's name with a specific type of politics. Uh, we have pro-Trump Republicans, and we have never-Trump Republicans, and we're, uh, I guess, when we're looking at the Republican Party, it's divided along the lines of: Do you support Trump or not? What are your opinions on Donald Trump? So. Trump himself has become some political icon in the country. I mean, he was he inherited the supporters of the Tea Party, I think, for the most part. A lot of the Tea Party people became Donald Trump supporters. So how old is the how old is the cat? Our cat is or our currently cat is uh we're gonna guess three. So that's that's what the people who found him like, yeah, we guess he's three years old. But he's three years old, right? I have now. no idea, to be honest. Yeah. Honestly, we should probably, I don't know if like the vet told my mom or something, but I'm sure that information is somewhere. Huh. Well, I don't know how old that is in cat years, but the cat probably can't run for president. But everyone deserves representation in this country. So that may be what we focus on in the coming in the coming years. We want civil rights for all animals, including cats. And we we were worried about citizens becoming microchipped and tracked by some type of police state. That's that's already a reality for cats, as we found out. So maybe they need some type of advocacy and some type of uh, legal representation to, 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 to defend their rights to not get some type of metal transmitter in their butt or wherever they keep them. I'm not really sure where, where the, the microchip is, to be honest. I don't really remember where they put it, but... It's 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 a shame, and for that reason, you should hang on to the cat and never contact lady that lady again. But um, otherwise, do you have any any closing sentiments about uh, the, the the state of the of the union, so to speak? Uh, things are bad today. Uh, they might be bad tomorrow, and uh, I don't know when they're gonna stop being bad. But there's a lot of bad things happening. But hey, who knows? There's always the chance to make a better future or something right, fluffy right. and optimistic to end on, right? Right. Well, if I were to say anything, I would say to all of the people, I don't know how much people trust the vaccine, but if you do get it and you want to join my train of becoming an anti-masker asshole, I think. Don't don't actually listen to me, by the way. But but I, I, I think... Uh, Things are looking up. There is a, there is there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe not politically, but at least in terms of our little public health crisis. So hopefully, I can have a, a podcast real soon without a mask in Cancun. Um, tongue kissing an old lady, just getting just getting real, just real real just nasty with it. Just really uh, not sanitary, being being very wild. I think I think the the keys to success in 2021 is not looking at all the problems as a whole as this big amalgamation of stuff that we can't deal with, but maybe just poke fun at each one individually. So we could talk about people storming the Capitol and looking like idiots. We could talk about the virus. We could talk about the president. We can talk about microchipping cats, but just look at it from very close up you don't want to you, you don't want to take it all in you want to just just pick and choose what you get mad at and what you make fun of in each individual day and i think that's the only way to get through it but um how do you feel about this one man yeah feeling pretty good all right um 
I think that's about all I got. I can barely hear Alex. I think he's a little too far away from his microphone. But otherwise, uh, I think that's about it for the boys. Uh, welcome back to the show, Alex. Uh, we hope to get you on with some 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 guests so we can have a little maybe group forum. Maybe have some other people chime in and uh, tell us how dumb we are because I, I don't know if we've had like a, a real like three-person or four-person episode yet, but I've, I've talked to some people who are who have heard the show, and the biggest uh, comment I've gotten is a lot of people just like, want to be a part of the conversation just to tell us how dumb we are, which I am all for. So hopefully in the future we can get some, some, some people on together as a group or maybe have a, have, have another drinking show and we can see what we can do about uh, making an ass of ourselves in larger groups when, when the social distancing bullshit is, is uh, behind us. So I think it's, it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. To, yeah. To we got, we got to expand the community and to, uh, to talk. Right. Right. I don't really know how good our chances are of getting Donald Trump as a social media manager, but until then, uh, please share the show with your friends. Please uh, let people know about us. Um, if you need to de- find a way to describe the show to people who don't know about us, just say um, it's these two really dumb guys that you know that uh, kind of just ramble on for about an hour and change, and they have a great time, and they really just take your mind off stuff with how, with how kind of nonsensical they are and, and how stupid they are. But f- for that reason, we love them. And on that note, it's it's been the boys. That's Midnight Climax. Uh, I'm Ryan. That's Alex. And I think we're I think we're done. Peace out, everybody. Take care, guys. Ciao.